0: And even at an adult age, I'll be honest, uh, a lot of the news um, is uh, is focused on negativity because that's what sells. We are basically products of what we are more likely to click on, which is why in certain uh, news sites, you know, it will show generally um, negative news. And that trains our neural networks to be more uh, alert and uh, a lot more, um, well, basically like a heightened anxiety response. Um, And that's why I've actually stopped looking at news sites myself and actually only looking for positive news cycles. You'll be generally aware of what's going on because people are going to tell you. But I'm actually trying to train my own neural networks uh, to be a lot more responsive to uh, the positive aspects of what's going on in the world. I wonder if that's something that that you do yourself or, or how you tolerate the news.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Our subconscious brain, I think, is we don't realise how much we're receiving all the time from the world around us. And the fact that, you know, we've now moved from physical threats into psychological threats, and the... The kind of like brain processes that were, you know, brilliant in in helping us um, stay safe from physical threats, like running away from lions and tigers, are now being so overactivated. And our emotional system is being completely hijacked by. Um, by the by the by the psychological threat of the news for example if you just look at um uh very recently um the incredibly sad news about sarah everend oh, yeah. um yeah. and the fact that you know there's now so much media around kind of you know women being safe on the streets now i obviously want to take into account that you know the world isn't Um, you know the, the world isn't completely safe but at the same time I also want to take into account that you can follow one news agenda like just following news about Sarah and my belief system could change into the world is scary and then my confirmation bias moves into trying to find evidence at all times to confirm my belief state that the world is scary and I think when I started to understand how the brain works from you know our belief system is really the filter um of of how we interpret reality and that can make the world more scary if we want it to be. But also if we set our belief system to say, okay, you know, obviously there are, you know, tragic things that can happen. So keep your eyes peeled, but on the whole, the world is safe. I have a much more enjoyable interpretation of reality. So I think it's really important for us to constantly ask ourselves, like, what is the news making me believe? And is it the whole truth or is it a part of the truth that I am then taking into the whole truth? Um, and um, and to know how vulnerable we are. Um, for example, everything that unfolded with Afghanistan, I became glued to it, absolutely glued to it. And I didn't sleep the days because I was like because it was the first time in history we were really watching something unfold in real time. I could go onto Twitter and I could watch civilians videos. And it was literally like we were in our own worst movie. And I thought to myself, wow, can our brains hold this? Um, And again, like trauma is contagious. Uh, Because, of course, we're social creatures. So I think, uh, uh, and I really had to make sure that I took a day off following this this world crisis, just to remember that actually there was nothing I could do from sitting in London. And um, if you're kind of a highly sensitive person, like I am, or or an empath, or someone that kind of like deeply like feels other people's emotions, I think it's even more important to know that about yourself and then to also... um, Um, to know when your ability to change things, like where the edge, and the edges are blurry, but kind of being lost in the emotion of it is not necessarily helpful for them or you.